the three incidents would always be associated in his mind, more durably, more prominently than anything else during that summer of 1914, his first summer in Harlem. How remarkable, too, that the coming of Mom's kin, the move to Harlem, and the ominous summer of 1914 should all have coincided, as if all his being and ways were undermined by the force of history disguised in the simple fact of the accession of new relatives. A thousand times he would think vainly, if it had only happened a few years later. Everything else could be the same, the war, the new relatives. If only he could have had, could have lived a few more years on the Lower East Side, say, until his bar mitzvah. Well, it was in August, Ecclesias, or Mayutate, the pair of newspaper hawkers charged into 115th Street, bawling headlines in Yiddish, dissonant and confused. Each vendor toted a portentous accordion of Yiddish newspapers slung from a leather strap across his shoulders. Wakstra, wakstra, each bellowed. Milchome, followed by a garble of Yiddish. The eight-year-old Ira had just come into the front room where his grandparents were seated next to the windows in the shade of the awnings, enjoying a breath of fresh air. Like them, his attention was drawn to the shouting below, and he looked down into the streets for the cause. Beneath the window, the sun glared on the torrid sidewalk, shimmered on the black macadam. And the street, so lethargic and quiet until a minute ago, was now disturbed by two men, flushed crimson, roaring a hoarse gibberish of which only one word was intelligible, and repeated and repeated. Melchome! Melchome! War. Out of neighboring doorways of houses and stores came a scattering of buyers, some hurrying after the yammering pair of vendors, others waiting for them. The buyers frowned at the headlines, displayed them to one another, spoke, gesticulated, called up to people leaning out of windows. He cries war, said Zaida, and woe is me, said Bobby. What is that coin I can see them paying for the newspaper? Zaida asked. I think it's a nickel, Zaida, Ira answered. Five cents. This kind? Yeah. Gone, child. Fetch me one. He handed the nickel to Ira, who, with coin in hand, sped down the two flights of stairs to the scorching street, pursued the vendors, still bawling their wares. He proffered the nickel. The newspaper was whipped out in exchange. And with the hectic cry still pursuing him, Ira raced back to the house, mounted the stairs with eager haste, and came panting into the front room. Indeed, Vor, said Zaida after a glance at the lowering Yiddish headlines. They're slaughtering one another again. Ooh, Boba said. Austria and Serbia. Oi, Kevold, Bobe groaned. My poor daughter, my poor Genya, and this child again in the midst of that peril. The Lord protect them. The Lord have mercy on them. Madmen, destroy, destroy. Nothing else will suffice, Zaida fumed. Fortunate, 
We escaped in time from the charnel house. Praise his holy name.